0: Welcome to the Attention Podcast, hosted by Conrad. This podcast is brought to you by Expos.io, the Attention Prediction Platform. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Conrad. And in today's episode of the Attention Podcast, we're going to talk about what makes a good online video ad. And for this, I've invited Ingrid Nieuwenhuis. She's the ideal candidate for this subject. She has a PhD in neuroscience, she's worked at Nielsen and at Facebook in this specific domain. Testing and understanding what works and what doesn't. We start off by talking about the brain. How does the brain work? How does it select information? And then how does it decide what it keeps and what it sort of tosses away? And once we've done this, we're going to talk about how this translates into video. Both television commercials and online commercials. And we'll see why it's actually a good idea to start with your brand right at the beginning of an online ad. Something you wouldn't necessarily do when you look at a TV commercial. And we even have a funny analogy that the brain sort of works in the same way in cleaning up stuff as Ingrid's husband does. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Attention Podcast. Well, uh, welcome back Ingrid. Hi. Uh, Last time we spent quite uh, some time talking about attention. And um, during the course of our talk, we also realized maybe it's good to dive a little bit deeper into what makes a good digital ad. Especially given your knowledge and your background, uh, we thought that would be nice. So let's talk about video maybe, what makes a good digital video ad.
1: Yeah, yeah, very good that you mentioned video because that's the first thing I wanted to say. Um, more and more digital ads are video ads these days. So if you want to make a good digital ad, you probably want to make a video ad. Yeah. Although we can also talk a bit about good digital uh, static ads. But let's dive in video first. So one of the things that's super important with a video ad on digital compared to a video ad on TV yeah. is that digital ads just have much shorter viewing times. Yeah. So often, you know, digital ads are skippable, and people only see the first few seconds.
0: Yeah, so. And is it that they are, are are shorter, or that they just have shorter uh, time that people look at them?
1: Yeah, often or both. Yep. Well, actually, a lot of uh, digital ads are quite long, if you keep looking. Yeah, <laughs> <But not> most <laughs> of
0: us are, where is the X that I can
1: push? Exactly. So that's one of the things, that, um, some research uh, I've seen in the past, what do people look at when, you know, they're watching a, a video ad digitally, which yeah. is the skip button. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, I'm
0: guilty there every now and then. Yeah, exactly. god. Yeah. Is it smart actually to do, which uh, I think is a question that has been debated also, quite often is it the fact that they are skippable or not, does that, you know, is that smart? Uh, or you know, should you force feed people six seconds or should you allow people to just press the X and then uh, go? Uh,
1: yeah, what's smart? I mean, of course, if it's skippable... Um it's cheaper if you have to force feed people ads. People don't like to have to wait for the content. They're actually there. So it's, of course, a more intrusive experience if your ad just keeps playing.
0: Yeah, it's but you you do see it, right? So exactly if we take uh, like a Byron Sharp approach, we would say, okay, at least... Uh, you know, it's there, it's yes. in your face, uh, It's the you're yes. being exposed to it and you might have the negative associations in terms of uh, I don't want to see this, uh, but...
1: Yeah, well, so so if it's smart or not, I mean, there's pros and cons to both. But say, I mean, in, in in principle, many ads are not shown for the full 10, 15, 20 or 30 seconds that you would have on TV. So the way the ad should be structured yeah. online is just quite different. Yeah. Um, even on TV, you know, there you can have this whole argument that just showing the brand at the end it, it might not be the right uh, oh. strategy either. But digitally, that's definitely not the right strategy. You oh. would just really start with the brand, so that you know if people haven't sort of reverse
0: much, play the normal thirty second ad, you just play it in reverse. You start with the brand and then. Uh, you, you figure it out, you know, what... Yeah, uh, so
1: so many people have an aversion or many creative people have an aversion of starting with the ad under the whole idea of like... when starting like, with uh, the, uh, sorry, the, the... starting with the brand. <laughs> Most <laughs> of
0: people don't have an aversion <laughs> with starting with that. They will just do well, ads not, all day.
1: Exactly, no, but <laughs> I mean, they're like, if you start with the brand, people will know it's an ad. But people know it's an ad. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's quite obvious that the it's idea, an right? ad. So... And why I think it's also and last time I was here, we talked a little bit about memory and I said it would be good to go into a little bit more about that. Because if you really understand how memory works, it also makes sense why you have to start with the brand and how, you know, what a good uh, uh, digital video ad. So maybe if if that's okay I'll talk a little bit about about memory. So the way the brain, um, you know, stores information is that the first You know, when you see something new, it gets stored sort of temporarily. So the brain has several different areas to store information. The the one brain area that new information, you know, for for encoding new information is, is essential, is the hippocampus. So when you see something new... First, it goes to the hippocampus, and only over time.
0: Where's the hippocampus?
1: The hippocampus. Pretty it's not
0: uh, with the university, but it's yeah, somewhere true. else, right? <laughs>
1: the hippocampus. It means seahorse. It's a part of the sea brain. Seahorse. Seahorse. Okay. It's because if you slice the brain, it, it sort it of looks a f- like a seahorse. Sea it's horse. sort of curled. Um, it's pretty deep into the brain, so yeah. it's also uh, hard. And to that uh, encodes
0: the like your hard disk. Writes it to the memory. Yeah,
1: it's sort of your your. Oh, I don't know. It's always hard to make these. Um, yeah, I know. Analogies. I I know.
0: <laughs> I always get in trouble with uh, people <laughs> saying, "Well, you cannot say that." But that's, these are also the same people that always say, "More research needs to be done
1: in yeah, this area." Yeah. So yeah. it's it's sort of the short-term memory. Yeah. And the hippocampus stores information in a very sort of unorganized way which makes sense if you learn something new you don't really know yet yeah, where, where you to, where should to, store yeah. it you have to just write it away as fast as you can so that's what the brain does in the hippocampus yeah. and only over time the information gets you know sort of integrated into a more structured store the the neocortex where this information is really organized in an associative way.
0: So it's like a basket where you throw in stuff and you keep it in your memory, but it's not, you know, it's the mess in my daughter's room and then I need to clean stuff up and organize it somewhere else.
1: Yeah, it's like, (laughs) we do the analogy. You first do it like my husband cleans up the house. You just toss everything in a box and you just put it away. It's, yeah. you know, it's nice. It's, it's a stored, husband thing. You wouldn't it's understand. Gone, but then you can, it's hard to find things back because yes. it's just stored in box number one. Next day you put the next stuff in another box and o- over time you don't really know what's in which box. It's
0: great that we can also can use this podcast to, <laughs> to make some remarks on <laughs> our <spouses. laughs>
1: so, so to keep on with the analogy, what yeah. happens over time is that someone else comes and looks in this box and it's like, okay this thing, where should we actually put it? Yeah. This is like an apple. let's put it with the fruit. this is a banana. let's also put this with the fruit. this is a shoe. let's put it uh, categorize
0: with the fruit. it and, and categorize and, it. Yeah. So
1: things that are similar are put uh, yeah. close together. And also a lot of stuff just gets tossed out in the garbage. Yeah. we don't have to keep you know all the information. So you know we store th- stuff in the hippocampus first, but only some things get you know long-term storage. In a more associative, uh, organized way in the hippocampus. What context. determines
0: whether or not that gets exactly. stored uh, uh, or, or not?
1: Really good question. And that's also, you know, because to go back to advertising, right? You want that the stuff in your ad is stored, right? Yeah. You don't just want it to be in the box and then thrown in the trash. You want yeah. it to be stored. So we have to understand what is, is really kept on. Uh, so one of the principles is repetition. If you see the same thing over and over again, yeah. the brain's like, okay, this must be important.
0: Is that what the mere exposure component of it?
1: Um, well, mere exposure is more used, it's a term that's used that if you just expose people to, uh, to something, even if they don't remember it, it will have an effect. Yeah. Actually, so even if
0: you're not aware that you've seen something, it has done something to It you. has
1: done th- something. Yeah, yeah. You will actually like it better, right? Just a mere exposure to something makes it more recognizable, recognizable yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Okay. So that's not really what I mean. Yeah. The, the repetition is more like what you still remember is something that you've seen over and over again. So that's actually why ads. Now, if you think back of ads from 10, 20 years ago, there are many ads that people still remember because they're just you know, shown over and over again. Or TV, you know, the introduction of a TV series. (laughs) Back in the day when you couldn't skip over it, you had to watch it every time you watched a series. Those things are really um, remembered well. So if something is, uh, you know, the more you see it, the more likely it is to be stored long term. Okay. Principle one. There are, there are more principles. The second one is um, emotion. So if something, you know, if there is a strong emotion attached yeah. to something, the likelihood that you will remember it later yeah. or that it will be stored in the neocortex. And that's
0: because it's probably, if it's something really, uh, well, let's say, heavy, and uh, so it has a really big impact, so you're... Brain says, "Hey, these are things that I need to be more careful of, or, or 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 could be very, you know, first time you kiss a girl, you go like, oh, that, I need to remember this. This isn't this is a nice uh, experience. Exactly. So depending on uh, the the well, the heaviness or the level of emotions that are involved in a in an experience. It, yeah, it, and it,
1: it's also the the reward, right? If you uh, kissing someone is rewarding, that's something you like. Most of the so time, you have yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> So you have to sort of, it makes sense to try to keep, to sort of memorize the stuff that happened before. Yeah. So that the chance so the of this chance happen, of happening
0: again is exactly. bigger. Yeah,
1: okay. or, or if some, also for negative emotions, right? Say you almost crash into some, someone yeah. on the street. Then yeah. every time you pass that same crossroad, you will yes. sort of remember, oh yeah, I have to watch out here because yeah. I almost crashed into something. Yeah,
0: it's for my daughter. She fell off her bike and during wintertime in an area where it was really skiddy. But even now in the sunshine, if we go there, she literally said, oh, that this is the area we, where we have to pay more attention.
1: Exactly, so what yeah. happened there is there was an emotion during yeah. the event, the, yeah. the memory got labeled, and, yeah. the, and the brain was like, okay, we have to yeah. keep on holding on to this memory, yeah. it was important. So that's, a, that's another principle. Another principle, and this is again a, a principle that's really important for advertising, is how well does the information, the new information fit with what we already know? And what, do you exec- what do you so mean what there? I mean by that is if if I'm learning something that is congruent with existing information it's just much easier much more likely that it's sort of a hold on to and 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 the reason they so Can you so give an example Yeah. Of yeah so, what for, that is. so so for marketing an example is brand building right so if you have a very consistent types of things that you associate with your brand then it's much more likely that um, that the new, you know, a new ad where you're still making use of these same uh, uh, associations is yeah. stored. Yeah. So, so, so
0: Volvo and th- security, when they do a security campaign, then... Th- Volvo
1: automatically gets activated and these yeah. associations also get strengthened. So it's, it's, it's also not just about um, transferring the new information to the existing, it's also just strengthening the information that's already there. Yeah. So every time you encounter the same thing, the association becomes stronger. So now, if we go back to what makes a good digital ad, right? Yeah. So all these show it a
0: lot of the time. That's
1: one thing exactly, and and it's hard, right? Because on the internet, yeah. we have so many different channels now. So it's actually, and there are so many different ads. So it's hard to find the same person over and over again with the same ad. Sometimes well,
0: we we can't do cookies anymore. At least we can't track people. It's going to be harder. But I, I, it's interesting that you say it, because the. Sometimes when I am at certain sites, then I get the same video two, three, or four times. And cognitively, I would think, "Jesus Christ, I've already seen this ad." Uh, You know, why show this four times to me? But what you're saying is that might, even though you know it, you've seen four times, it might actually be good.
1: Yeah. Again, it depends. If you show it. Three or four times in a row, right? You've yeah. just seen it. Ten yeah. seconds later, yeah. you get the same ad. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's the case, and that becomes really annoying, right? That's
0: yeah, annoying, but I still know it was for Peugeot, so it's a bit of a so both, ex- right? Uh, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's annoying, <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah, and no, and 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 a and, and a fun ad or an ad that you like is not uh, yeah. the same as an ad that's effective, right? In the end, it's about
0: so one thing is just make sure repetition. people get, uh, get exposed to it.
1: But also, I mean, optimally. If you see it today, then you see it again tomorrow, right? So, so yeah, showing over it time. again over time. Yeah. That's something in memory that we know that if you, you know, want people to learn something, show it, yeah. uh, have a, ti- a little bit of time in between, show it again. That's yeah. the most effective way of, of learning. And another thing, you know, going back to this um, existing knowledge story, is that your digital advertising needs to fit with your whole brand picture. Yeah. And sometimes you see that different teams, brand teams work yeah. on the digital advertising versus the TV advertising, right? So yeah. you can get a whole different story on a different channel and it all doesn't feel like the same brand anymore. Yeah. And therefore also the brain doesn't sort of recognize it as the same brand anymore and it doesn't work optimally. And
0: is this also the case, for instance, when you look at um, the marketeers have a tendency to 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 make a distinction between... This ad is a brand-building ad, right? So it's like a feel-good movie about the brand. And then if you look online, they, quite often there's this now buy our shoes for $6.99 uh, conversion-type oriented uh, ad.
1: Yes. So that's another really good point that we can talk <laughs> on our own, but... Indeed, there we are... We try to
0: keep this to yeah, half yeah, now, right? Short and sure. snappy, so, yes, yes, uh, yes. But, uh,
1: so... So, I mean, it's a, it's a really big difference between the type of advertising that you yeah. can see, right? So, online we see a, a, a whole large amount of all the ads are sort of sales short-term driven. yeah. And also companies um, have... And it's easy to measure this. So, therefore, if you do this short-term direct response type of advertising, it can feel to marketers that they really... You know, you can show your effectiveness because yeah. you can we see so many clicks. you see you see yeah. immediately if it worked and therefore brand building type of campaigns have become sort of less in focus. Yeah. However, we know there's a lot of data showing that building your brand is still important, also yeah. online, because you're, you're and, and what happens, right, as a neuroscientist, what happens when you build a brand is that you're creating these associative memory networks so that's another actually another good point to make is that to what makes a good ad is that you have to make sure your brand is coming through. Yeah. So your brand is seen. So that attention uh, also when you want to make sure that your ad is effective it's important to make sure that people actually see yeah. the brand logo that people have the ability to not just sort of integrate this this information about the product. Say it's a shoes ad yeah. and you're like, oh, that's a nice red shoe with a, you know, a point, a rounded point. But if you don't remember the brand and you think later, oh, yeah. that shoe I want to buy, you don't remember what yeah. the brand is. Even when it was an ad, you know, a direct response ad, it could be that the yeah. You, you were just not you didn't have time that moment to to buy you were actually doing something else but then the next day you're like oh yeah you know i wanted to buy shoes i don't remember what the brand is and you yeah. missed the opportunity to actually do
0: something with to it. do some. yeah i think wh- one of the things that uh, strikes me when when you look at the um, visuals or ads that we test and also that run, run through Expose is that quite often you see that there's no uh, visual attention going to a logo, yeah. and um, and when you talk to agencies, also in video testing, uh, and that is also my own experience is they have a great creative concept. It gets written out, and uh, let's assume it's very strong. So we we agree to it, and we we go to production. Usually these processes are a bit shorter for for digital, but. And then at the end, the logo needs to be put somewhere. It almost feels like that. And then uh, sometimes it's too short. People just have don't have the time to see it. Uh, or it's in a place where it doesn't get any uh, visibility. And then it's very hard. You, you, you could say, did you know what ads you saw? And they were like, there was a reel of 20 ads. Yeah, I remember A, B, and C. But I don't... Yeah, it was something for a Telco. But uh, which yeah. ones? Yeah, I, I don't know, right? It's, so it's... Uh, I think if you have a story at the end that you claim it or you own it right and, and so that it can be sort of linked that's something that's important
1: yeah and for digital ads i think it's important to have this brand presence throughout the ad yeah and to start off really strong so show your brand in the first few seconds you know you don't yeah. want to have an ad that just has a little bit of a build up where the product or the brand's only shown at second 5 yeah. Because people are, may not even be there at Second Five.
0: So you would say, let's start with a brand.
1: Yeah, or, or a product with the logo on it. Yeah. Something that activates the brand in the mind of the consumer. So yeah. you can actually build these associations, you know, that you want to create and link them to your brand.
0: So if you would have to choose, like, never online advertisements again or never TV and you were the owner of your media budget, which one uh, would you opt for? <laughs>
1: No, I I think it's the wrong question because we know that the more you need to have more channels, right? So it's really one and one is three. So you you want to make sure, and this is also, there's also memory reason or neuroscience reason for that because we know that the more inch you have for a memory, the more possible cues for retrieval, which means, like, say, you know, so, so I'll first finish my sentence. The more of these You're not cues- going to
0: choose, that's for sure. i no, g- I'm I got not that point, choose. it's the wrong uh, it's question. It's the wrong that's question. Great.
1: It's not yes. either or. It's- <laughs> it also depends Please on your... Please select
0: your favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. No, but there's also a good reason to do both. Yeah. Um, but But what's also important is you don't want to do the same ad on all channels, right? No. So there's also research showing that ads that have been shot for digital are more effective. And yeah. what I mean by that is that you don't just want to, you
0: make them with the medium in, in, mind. Exactly. mind. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And, of course, it needs to be consistent in the brand feel. It needs to be consistent in the brand message, in the campaign message. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it has to be the same ad, just cut a little different slab, a logo on it on the first few seconds, and you're done, right? No, That's- I think
0: th- uh, you don't see it as much anymore now, but I think especially at the beginning of uh, of this um, digital Movement. You saw the, okay, we have a 30-second ad, and can you please chop it back to 10 seconds so that we can use it online? Yeah. Yeah, and that and I think... It, yeah. And then usually you, did, yeah, you sort of violate the entire uh, creative idea, but it also doesn't make sense uh, if, you, if you use it like that.
1: It's a different beast, right? Online, people are more... They expect more personalized. They expect more interactive. So when you, you know, when you can create ads that follow that, you're just better off.
0: Yeah, 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 I can imagine. So your advice would be, first of all, you make sure that you repeat, uh, make sure that people are exposed to it uh, several times, that it sort of fits the brand in a more wider uh, perspective, so it's recognizable as being, you know, related to this company. Um, and, you know, if you can add a, a couple of sparkles of, uh, of emotion or at least make it more uh, lively, you would also do that.
1: Yeah, and, and another form of emotion is to make it really relevant for the person. And that's something you can also more easily do online where you can have multiple versions of the same ad that are optimized for, you know, specific people or specific types of people, specific it, Does groups. that have
0: a big impact to, uh, to your uh, uh, knowledge?
1: I think so, yeah, because we know that people... I mean, it's the cocktail party effect, right? You hear your name through a lot of noise. So, And it's not just your name. Things that are important to you, you just automatically pay more attention to. And, of course, we're all a bit different, so we have different... There's also, for instance, research showing that for women, an ad showing a woman interacting with the product can be more effective well, for men, you know, if you see someone like you interacting yeah. with the product, it just feels more for like uh, you. the
0: likability part of things. Uh, you're a bit like I am and therefore it's more, I'm more open to... Uh,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: I think you also see that in studies where they are, um, I remember one example where they're rolling out products in a regional fashion. So the company goes to different regions one by one and they tell, hey, this is Company A bringing you this product, uh, which is one approach. But they noticed when they said, for instance, this is Product A bringing Amsterdam this product, they would be, you know, they would get more traction because they were feeling like, oh, something happening in my my area, my 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 domain, and I I sort of identify with this much more.
1: Exactly, and that's something that's just easier to do online than it is on TV.
0: Yeah yeah but you can't address people uh you have a long list, please uh, read the city that you are um, yeah yeah exactly that you're into that, that that's nice. any other things that you that you would um you would say okay, if you do this uh in a digital way in static or video think about uh, uh, think about applying it or
1: yeah, I think we talked a lot about video ads yeah and of course static ads are still uh much used and also effective as well. So for a static ad, what a good digital static or banner ad looks like is that... Uh, a static ad is often competing with a lot of other information on a yeah. on a page, right? So In a video context, ads, is different sizes, exactly different sizes. But you're often not the ad is not fill a uh, uh, screen filling. It's no. it's it's there no, next God. to <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> but then it becomes really important to be able to draw eyes towards it, right? Yep. You need to make sure People you break it. through the clutter. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's something you can measure, of course. How salient are there any visual cues that are yeah. helping to Other, draw the eyes yeah, there? Yeah. That's um, what we try to do with
0: expose, right? Exactly. To get an understanding, or uh, how big are the chances that this gets uh, uh, seen?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think for static, this is this is even more important because it has to compete. And 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 then, of course, you want people to see the ad, but you also want to make sure again that people see the logo there as well and other, you know, say you have a call to action to make sure that people can see it because you just scroll through the con- you know the content so fast that if you miss the most important areas, then you just lost your shot.
0: Yeah, I think uh, wh- what triggered me is, uh, I, and I don't know the name of the study by heart, but it showed that beneath a certain size, you know, uh, these ads almost have no effect and they are just, too small to be noticeable. Yeah. So, so don't good.
1: put too much on it.
0: Don't put too much on it. But the the advice from that study was okay. At least make sure that they are, you know, they are sizable, that, that the chances of them being noticed are, 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 are as an ad, you know, by the size of the ad alone are, are bigger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, if the ad's better, uh, bigger, the chance of seeing it is, is bigger. And also to to get back on this mere exposure effect, we talked a little bit about even if people don't remember seeing the ads, if your logo uh, or, or your brand information really was salient and, and you know even people may have just quickly gone there and gone away again, they don't remember seeing it, it can still have an effect, right? Because even information that we don't explicitly re- are able to uh, recall later explicitly can still create you know bring the brand top of mind so maybe yeah. later you know you've seen a coffee ad
0: so it has an effect on you but you're not aware you're of just it, not aware which is i think a great uh, a great uh, uh, thing that i also learned uh, is like okay i did see it but i didn't see it right so yeah. it's like uh, or i did see my my eyes saw it and then my brain processed it but Probably somewhere in this process, it, the data got stored, but uh, it was filtered out as not being really relevant. But it's the 25th time I saw Heineken, I certainly want to have a beer, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And and it doesn't mean that you can make people do something they wouldn't do. It's more a nudge, right? So yeah. say you were already thinking about maybe having a beer or a wine, and then you saw a, you know a beer over and over again. If you were on the fence, then it might just nudge you towards the beer. Yeah. Um, but, of course, you can't just make, you know.
0: <laughs> make pe- people bring... Now, I think this is one of the things that people sometimes sort of think about. These either like the neuroscience, neuromarketing type of sports. You just get... make Turn people into zombies that walk to the store and... and uh, yeah, that's, that's not, not how it works. That's not how it works. So, you're being influenced. Well, I think that was a really good... And, and, and short talk, um, my key takeaways is like, okay, we at least need to make sure that the frequency is in there, right? At least get exposed. Uh, and then you have something called a mirror exposure effect that, you know, it influences you even though you're not aware of it. And the second part is like, make sure that it's, it's your brand, like that it fits with your brand. Yeah, and, and preferably your brand gets seen. And if you're doing this in a digital environment, at least make sure that right from the start somewhere you know, uh, it, it gets, uh, you know, it pops up and you know that it's there, even though if you don't finish it off entirely, you you see the brand. And then if you can make it funny or a bit emotional or the feelings are, are good, then, uh, yeah, that's also a good, you yeah. know, trigger to help you encode it into your memory. Uh, and
1: consistency. Yeah. Make sure you're... Across you're, the channels. Across channels and, 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 and over time, right? If you first position your brand in a specific way don't you know next month do something totally different different. where people don't even understand it's the same brand anymore yeah
0: because otherwise it's going to end up in your husband's box and we have to figure out where it fits in it's going to end up
1: in the garbage (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not going to be consolidated into (laughs) your long term memory yeah
0: Ah, okay good well thanks for this uh, talk and uh, enjoyed having you again
1: thanks thanks bye
0: thanks for paying attention today. I hope you will join us again for a new episode of the attention podcast. This podcast is brought to you by expose.io the attention prediction platform.